You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome back to this conversation, this five-minute Friday that I'm actually doing on Saturday. I just didn't have time this week, but I did not want to go without producing an episode for you. In this conversation, we're going to talk about the placebo effect and its impact on your reality and manifesting. Now, if you're not familiar with the placebo effect or the term placebo, placebo is Latin. It means I shall please. And the implications of placebo is that we create according to our belief. Now, all drugs are supposed to be tested against a placebo in clinical trials. And a drug can only, supposedly, a drug is only supposed to be authorized if it performs statistically better than a placebo or nothing at all. See, a placebo is typically an inert substance, whether it be a pill or an injection. And if it's an injection, typically it's a saline solution or 9% saline solution, which is what the consistency of your blood is or a sugar pill, or some other inert, like it has no physical effect. It's not supposed to. So those individuals receiving the placebo believe they're receiving the real drug. They believe that it's going to have real benefit for them. And what they test is, according to their belief, does it impact or make a difference? And it always does. It's a known fact in science. Yet, yet, you know what? Nobody talks about it in medicine. It's considered, you know, an irrelevant response. But when you think about it, that the body can respond according to your belief in a favorable way, sometimes and oftentimes better than the drug and with no side effects. That term placebo, I shall please, basically means that you believe and shall go along with the expected outcome. And what I find totally fascinating is that the number of drugs that statistically way outperform a placebo are few and far between. There are many aspects that influence the performance of a placebo, or of a drug for that matter. Everything from how it's delivered, who it's delivered by, the tone of voice of the physician when they're doling it out, or the nurse when they're doling it out. A doctor with a white coat is perceived as being more credible than a doctor without a white coat. In fact, you can just throw a white coat on someone, it increases their credibility by 90%. The color of a pill makes a huge difference. Red, blue, orange are all favorable colors as far as effectiveness. We consider you know, them to be more effective and more potent than just a plain white pill. The fundamental power of a placebo is in the belief. If you believe it so, consider it done. As the aphorism goes from the Bible, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And this also points to the power of your self-concept. 
if you believe something is part of your makeup, if you believe it's, you know, you have the capacity to achieve it or the skill set to achieve it, then you will. People just don't create results that they don't believe in. And my friend, a belief is a gate that swings both ways. If you believe it can't be done, then your mind sets about to prove yourself right. Now, go back and think about the different times I've talked about the confirmation bias and the reticular activating system. It's all how we focus our mind. We don't perform outside the limits that we've set up for ourselves. Now, there's a couple reasons why I'm talking about placebo. One is I realized I haven't talked about it yet, and I'm all about the unconscious or the subconscious mind and the impact and power of beliefs. But I also had a couple circumstances or a couple of events that happened in my life personally that uh, pointed to the power of placebo. And I need to set this up saying that I've not ever had a response or a reaction to poison ivy until recently. Growing up as a kid, I have played in it. I've played in the area of it and never gotten a rash, never gotten a response. And my brothers, I'm the oldest of four boys, my brothers would play in the same area and they would get poison ivy. They would get the rash. And I was a boy scout. I was exposed to it. I never got a rash. Well, about three years ago, I was hiking with my wife and I had gone down a trail and I brushed up against some poison ivy. And I didn't really think anything of it, but my wife pointed it out, drawing my attention to it. And, you know... (laughs) and it wasn't more than 24 hours, and I had a serious rash on my shin, completely to my surprise. But let's fast forward here to just recently. About three weeks ago, I was removing some poison ivy that was growing in the front of our house. I wore gloves. I took all the precautions. My my wife is making sure that I I take precautions, and I never did that in the past. I just (laughs) pulled it out and then washed my hands really good. But this time I had the gloves on, but as I was taking it out, some of it brushed up against, some of the leaves brushed up against my right forearm. And I proceeded to take it all out and disposed of it, and I washed my forearm thoroughly with Dawn dishwashing detergent. And no response, nothing, for a week and a half. And for some unknown reason, our son, who is in the autistic spectrum, brought up the topic of poison ivy. About a week ago, I've been educating him about plants and identifying plants, and he just made the reference that poison ivy is nasty and that it causes a rash. I said, yes, that's true. Stay away from poison ivy. And then I recall remembering in my head that I had just taken it out and it brushed up against my forearm and I had no response. Well, the very next day, I had a rash. Almost two weeks after my exposure, which is unheard of. You know, some people get a response within 24 hours and then up to five days later. But but almost two weeks? That's crazy. I pointed to the fact that I believed that I could have a response to getting the response. And, I, you know, I had that terrible rash on the front of my shin three years ago. So that was evidence that maybe I'm not immune to poison ivy anymore. Even though when I took it out, I sold myself on the idea, I implanted the suggestion to myself that I indeed have no response to poison ivy. 
But the moment I considered that I could have a response, I did. The power of belief, the power of the placebo effect. The other incident happened as a result of a conversation again with my wife. We had gone to an event down in Ellis County, Texas, and we had spent most of the day outside. 94 degrees, was very hot. We didn't have access to a lot of water, and both of us came away a bit dehydrated. Now, in Texas, it's, it's very easy to become dehydrated. In present day, my mindset today is I have a very keen sense of the power of hydration and staying hydrated and uh, the effects of dehydration, how it makes your muscles feel and it aches more and think, like you don't think as well. And I was feeling the effects. And in talking to my wife about dehydration, I just made the statement that I felt that as a young man, I spent the majority of my life more often than not, dehydrated. I was active in sports and probably did not drink enough water to compensate. And occasionally I would suffer from some nasty muscle strains, pulled muscles, and cramping. And I added, I haven't had a muscle strain in over 40 years. Well, I spoke too soon because I was just walking from here to there and had a muscle pull in my upper thigh on my left side. I was like, are you serious? I got to watch my words. I got to watch what I'm talking about. Especially since I'm aware that my words, that what I say impacts my reality to a much faster degree than it ever has at any other point in my life. So frankly, I cannot afford the luxury of a negative thought or <laughs> speaking a result that I don't want to take place. Now, I just want to revisit what a belief is. A belief is an idea that you feel fairly certain, or there's a degree of certainty or possibility that it could be true. That's all you need for a belief. And your beliefs shape your destiny. Before I leave, I want to share a couple quotes from Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich. He said this, Think twice before you speak, because your words and influence will plant the seed of either success or failure in the mind of another and I might add, in yourself. The next powerful quote is this, No one is ready for a thing until he believes he can acquire it, he or she. And lastly, my favorite, Whatever your mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. So that's it for this 5-Minute Friday. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you live the epic adventure.